Cool. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today is a fun little way that we're doing the podcast. Um, I have Aaron on here today and we're actually going to be using this one recording um, to kind of interview both of each other, if you will, and use it for both of our podcasting. So we're kind of going to ping pong back and forth to each other here, which I think is going to be really cool. I've done this style before and it's just kind of fun. So um, I'll tell myself, I guess, a little bit about um, myself here for Aaron's podcast and then Aaron, then if you want to introduce yourself sure. after me, and then we'll kind of get the ball rolling. So I'm Kaylee Aldridge. Um, I own a business called Balanced Wellness, and I offer um, massage therapy, yoga classes. I also do mini wellness retreats and online coaching um, for wellness and lifestyle. So super fun. Um, and I live in Illinois, and I've got two kiddos, and I'm just a regular mom. Aaron and I were talking about that before like, the podcast started. I'm like, I'm just a normal mom that also has a podcast and a wellness business doing all the things and just trying to find the balance in all of it, which is why I have my business balanced wellness, because it's about figuring out the balance in life and how to keep your sanity and your wellness um, when you're trying to be a mom. So Aaron, why don't you introduce yourself really quick and then we'll dive in. All right. I love it. I'm so glad I could connect with you. So my name is Erin Rose. I live in Northern Vermont. I have three kiddos. I'm a homeschooling mama, stay at home mom. And we are just, I feel like Kaylee and I connect because we are busy in different ways, but I have recently gone through a miscarriage and uh, just started a podcast after going through that, pivoted in my business and just really started to have a passion for helping moms to just find the joy in motherhood again and just to do that through self-care and laughter because motherhood is heavy. And like Kaylee was saying about the balance, you're just trying to balance everything. And so, so glad we can connect because I feel like you have so many nuggets of wisdom on how to do that and just really excited to start this. Uh, I'm a newbie in podcasting and just felt like there are so many moms out there who just want to know they're not alone. It's okay to not be perfect. It's okay if you have those days, like for myself, I'm still dealing with emotions and trying to mom and navigate the emotions that come with each day, but yet be in control so that I can obviously navigate with my littles. Um, it just very much was like, I feel like the, the other moms need to know that that's okay. You're not alone. And just, you will find your joy again. And sometimes it looks differently than what it used to. So. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so true. And you know, it's really interesting just um, circling back to emotions. That's one of the biggest things whenever, so I launched my wellness program twice a year. And last time that I launched it um, last spring, I didn't realize how big of, I don't know how to word it because I don't want to like be insensitive because I am a very emotional person. <laughs> but I didn't realize like how much women were really and do struggle with emotional mm -hmm. regulation. And it's hard some days. Like so hard. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to like my whole thing was just when I was going through the miscarriage, it was so raw and I didn't have a moment to be by myself because my kids were sick. Literally two days after I, I was physically going through this, my kids got sick. And so I didn't have a moment alone to actually really process, I feel like, and be able to just have that breakdown and just cry. And so I was trying to hold it together and then trying to help them learn how to regulate their emotions. And I'm like, this is too much with just having to help you figure out how to deal with your upset right now. And you feel like you just want to scream and I'm over here. Like, I just want to scream too. Let's, mm -hmm. <laughs> let's, let's just scream together. <laughs> 
Yeah. And it's so true. And I think that women feel like there's so much like that it's shame, mm-hmm. like it's also shame to have emotions besides like, yeah, like, you know, and then there's like the screaming mom that nobody mm-hmm. wants to be, but let's face it, we all are at some yes. point. Yeah. It's totally normal. Yeah. I feel like with just, and you're supposed to be, I ran into, I don't know if this was maybe just something I had more in my mind, a stigma, or if it's something that I've heard a lot, it's just, you're supposed to be happy in motherhood. Yeah. Happy. You're supposed to have joy. Your, your kids should bring you joy all the time. You should be in this good mood all the time. And I was like, okay, now I feel like a bad mom because I'm feeling like I'm overwhelmed or I'm I'm annoyed at the fact that, you know, I just need a moment to myself or it, it was. And then after the miscarriage, it was like, okay, am I expected to just move on and be happy again? You know, because I, I have three children and so I'm thankful for that. But it was just this, like, I feel like I'm being judged almost for, you know, I went out grocery shopping and I ran into someone and they gave me a hug and I started crying. And I was like, I feel so ashamed. <laughs> like, like, why do I feel so ashamed for crying? Because I was overwhelmed at that time. So I, t- I what you said is totally true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't feel like we let ourselves have enough time because we're so quote unquote busy (laughs) all the time that we don't let ourselves have the time to process emotions or we don't factor that in. I mean, of course life happens. Kids get sick after like a life major thing that, you know, event that you went through with a miscarriage. But, you know, sometimes it's like when we've had a really overwhelming week, sometimes we just slide right into our weekend Mm -hmm. crazy of the weekend and we don't give ourselves the time to decompress. Right process what happened or what we're overwhelmed with or what we're stressed out about. And, um, I call it white space. Like I'm like having that white space factored into, oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's so funny cause I, on most, not every Friday, but I try to do at least one Friday a month where I go to Starbucks or like, okay. like with a local, like juicery place that I love that have like really amazing smoothie bowls. And I just give myself time to think through certain things and I love that. And it's great. And I need it. And it totally refuels me. And so many people are like, Oh, so you just sit at Starbucks. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I do. I just need the quiet. <laughs> yeah, and I just like magically make money. Yeah, it's it's fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's so aggravating, but I learned that, you know, so I would have people make comments. They're like, oh, I see that you sit at Starbucks a lot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. right. And I'm like, you know why? That's on you. Like that's yeah. you're upset because I am or right. you when you can't, whatever. But I schedule that stuff in mm-hmm. and I sacrifice and I schedule that in and I make the adjustment because it's a priority to not only my mental health for my mm-hmm. life, but it's needed in my business. Like it gives me time to think through like, oh, we're going to launch that again or you know, my clients are acting, asking for this, like, how can I build that out? Like, you know, it gives me that time to do business things do like, cause I'm me running my show. Right. I do okay, But I mean, it's me coming up with the ideas, but if I don't give myself the time to sit, to think of the new ideas and the new type of yoga classes or the different massage services or a different type of retreat to offer, it doesn't happen. Right. right. <laughs> so that space almost to be able to think freely. I feel like when you let yourself decompress, I don't know if you find that is that you just ideas come to you 
or oh, you have yeah. thoughts and you're like, I never thought of this before. And so you need that free space in your head to just let the ideas flow, let the creativity come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't, I found that I can't do it at home mm-hmm. because the dog and the Amazon driver <laughs> and, you know, the laundry and like everything is just sitting here waiting for me to do it. And then you just don't think about it. Yeah. No. And I just get pulled when I'm at home. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I have to go and be away. And that's, that's my thing. And it's, to me, it's like, it hits checked so many boxes for me. It's mm-hmm. self-care. It's all the things, right. Um, cause I enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> it gives me that inspiration to think through things in life and right. yeah, I just don't need it. But anyway, going back to emotional regulation is what we like kind of started on is, um, I didn't realize how many, that's what a lot of women were coming to me and saying is they're like, you know, I feel bad when I cry, you know, and sometimes my husband's like, don't cry. And I think we've been, I don't know. I think it's like, we like, like press down that, like, Mm -hmm. it's like shoved down. Um, what is a quiet, like, uh, I can't think of the right strong woman. You are a strong, you're strong as a mother is what I always say. You are strong as a mother because a mother will just literally suck it up and move on. Mm-hmm. And that is what I experienced. I sucked it up and I moved on. And I was like, I don't know why I feel like I have to do this, but it's in you. And that I 100% agree that it's almost like you can't have those emotions or people feel like you're a bad mom or it's almost projected onto you that you are moody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why are you so cranky? And just why are you not grateful? And yes, the emotional regulation, you feel like you can't have those emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know one of my clients that was in my course last time, she's like, you know, I'm upset about a, a certain situation that she had going on in life. And she's like, and because I'm upset about that all the time, because it's not happening for me, she's like, then it leads to frustration. And then I'm always frustrated, mm-hmm. which leads to me being on edge because, and then people think I'm just a crab ass all the time. Yeah. It's really, you know, so I always call it like peeling back the layers. It's like, well, why do you feel this way? Cause there's always an underlying thing that's causing you to be crabby, cranky, frustrated, annoyed, aggravated, like all the negative emotions that we don't want, you know? Right. So anyway, we spend a lot of time on that emotional piece, um, in my program, but it's interesting because once we've figure it out a little bit, like what's stemming it, we can heal that or we can right. into that. We can nurture that feeling. So it doesn't have to spill over into the other areas of life because women don't want to be, I mean, men, yeah. I feel like they're just totally different, but like, <laughs> you know, we don't want to walk around being known as the crabby lady or the yeah. girl or like, oh, she comes to girls night dinner and she's always just like, you know, vomits yes. because she's just so overwhelmed. Like, yeah. and then people get annoyed by it. like, we don't want to show up as that, right? Like yes. we want to show up as happy, energetic, positive, uplifting, supportive for our other friends and our family members. But when we feel like we're drowning in the opposite emotions every day, it's hard to show up as that. So hard. Oh my goodness. It's so you hard. Know? Yeah. 
Yeah, but we don't want to. Like, it's no. like watch 22, you know? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> so for you as a mom, because you have just so many things going on for you. I mean, it's like, I you were telling me your schedule and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I would be flipping out and so overwhelmed. <laughs> I You obviously have worked yourself into it. It works. You have a schedule. So like for moms such as myself who when you're talking about like peeling back the layers and so you know that certain things are frustrating for them like you know maybe they don't get that self-care time or it's really hard to carve for myself it's it's harder to carve it out because i have little kids and my husband um his in the winter his schedule is not so so he doesn't have a lot of time here and then we don't have a huge support system all the time so it's like those moments, even just 10, 15 minutes, what do you find is like the easiest thing for you to do? If you can't leave the house or if you have those littles, like how do you help yourself have that self-care or what, you know, how do you not get to that point where you're just, I always call it like the volcano just exploding yes. all of a sudden over. I mean, honestly, you know, your kid spilled a couple of milk and it's not a big deal, but it's probably the 20th time it's happened today. Right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's the thing that it's not really even the spilled milk it's just that yes. you the counter and that's yeah. mainly clean and you have you know you're getting ready to go so now we're gonna be late like yeah it's the snowball effect of mm -hmm. why that happened right yeah so moms that feel like they have very little support they feel like they you know are with their kids a lot mm -hmm. um you know maybe they are a stay-at-home mom or maybe they're a work out of the home mom but then you know they're it's them and only them maybe they're mm -hmm. single or maybe they you know again support system is just not as there as they want it to be. Mm -hmm. I, I always encourage to just find consistency in your self-care so that you okay. have something to look forward to. So maybe it's Monday nights, the kids go to bed at seven o'clock or they go to bed a little bit earlier and that's your night to take a bubble bath and read a book and okay. have a whatever it is. Like, but the biggest thing that I tell people is that it has to check the boxes for you. So okay. If it sounds like, oh, it sounds so glorious to take a bubble bath, <laughs> read a chapter of a book and drink a glass of wine, but then you go and do it and you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's not your thing, right? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe it feels better to you that on that Monday night, you put the kids to bed early and you sit and fold five loads of laundry while you binge watch trash TV. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is your thing, you know, like maybe you think that's way cooler than that right. Like, checks your boxes and fills you up way more. So okay. I always tell women that you have to make sure that it does it for you. Right. Okay. So like, it's like, you have to audit. What I love it that. Mm -hmm. Because it might be just sitting on the couch and reading a book. It might mm -hmm. be sitting and I don't even know, like ordering Amazon stuff that has been sitting in your cart forever that you're just like, Oh my gosh, I got to order Halloween costumes for like 17 <laughs> weeks now, you know, and just finally sitting down and taking the time to do it, you know, mm -hmm. and that makes you so happy because, Oh my gosh, it's finally done, you know? Right. Yes. So I feel like every week can look different. Okay. Depending on what you need. If you're stressed out, overwhelmed, because the laundry is piled up, it might feel good to you to take care of that and do that and then reward yourself for the bubble bath and the, right. the book, right? Then that, then you might be like, this was the coolest hour and a half of my life. <laughs> I'm so old now, like a bubble bath and folding laundry. Yeah. Like, I feel so great. Yeah. <laughs> then it also might be like, that might not be it for maybe right. it's taking the dog for a walk. Maybe it's just sitting on your back porch and listening to a podcast or mm -hmm. reading your Bible, like, or talking to your mom, like whatever that is, 
I just tell women that you just have to find that consistent time. Okay. Um, for me, most of the weeks, it's Saturday mornings for me or a Saturday afternoon is when we like we do have sports and activities almost every Saturday, but it's like not every Saturday it's the same time. So it's like, so I know like for me already, it's like, Oh, I already know that this week, like my daughter is doing carpool this week. So it's not my week to take. So I'm like, cool. I have until Saturday at one o'clock till I have to be like, whatever. Yeah. So it's like already I'm like, okay, what do I need to accomplish in that time? So that's like my time that will fill my cup up. Is it, going for a long walk? Is it going to a yoga class? Is it just sleeping in and rubbing the kitchen floor is like, but I know that that's my time. Mm -hmm. And I just have to figure out what it is for me that is going to check my boxes in that time. So I love that because so many people are always like self-care, self-care. And I'm a big, right after going through all this stuff, I'm a big like self-care, but it changed after I went through that, because before it was always like, oh, you, you know, I don't really get my nails done a lot, but it would be like, oh, let's go do a mani pedi and all that stuff. And, uh, and then becoming a mom, like, I don't really have time to go and do it. And sometimes a lot of times it would get canceled. I think most moms can relate, like someone would be sick or something would come up. Mm-hmm. So you never actually get that time where the self-care just changed. It was like, yeah. what is my definition? And I love that you say that because I think so many of us just have that in our minds of self-care is massages and bubble baths. And it can't be, I mean, for me, I don't like everything to be chaotic. So if there is laundry or there's just a bunch of stuff that is cluttering up the house, Mm -hmm. I need to get that done because it drives me crazy. And so that I was always like, that's not self-care, but just hearing you say that actually just validates it for me. I need that to be able to feel a little less I guess anxious would be the word because yeah. it just creates that overwhelm. Mm-hmm. And even like habit stacking it together, right? So maybe, you know, Mondays from seven till question mark, you know, is <laughs> your time because you put the kids mm-hmm. in bed early, but maybe it does look like thinking about it really quick and pausing. It's like, okay, I'm going to spend 45 minutes doing folding laundry and tidying up the house. And then I'm just going to take a shower and a long, hot shower to myself. And I'm going to go to bed, but I'm going to be in bed by eight 30. And that mm. is going to feel amazing. Right? Yes. It just is those little things. It is. And then if that, and then it's like, you know, my reward, like if, and that's like the habit stacking part, it's like, I just want to lay in bed early on a Monday night with the kids yes. and do my thing. And so it's like, okay, I got to get the house stuff done. So mm-hmm. as soon as I get the house stuff done, like that checks my box. And then I can also take a long, hot shower, shave my legs, like maybe do a face. Right? What is that? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, what is that for real? I don't but, know what that is anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be winter. I mean, winter no. is coming. So it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So true. But it is true too. Like, I think you're exactly right too. Like you hit the nail on the head with it of the self-care thing. Like to mm-hmm. me, yes, 10, 15 years ago, going and getting a mini and petty was glorious and it was so cool and it was so fun and I loved it. And now I never paint my nails. Yeah, I know. Mini <laughs> petty. I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a full on pedicure because mm-hmm. I that doesn't do it for me. Like I love having my toes painted because I'm a yoga instructor and a massage therapist. <laughs> I my toes every day, no matter what the season is. 
But for me, I go in, I'm like a polish change, like clip my toenails, file, file them down, change my polish in and out in 15 minutes. And oh, they yes. always talk me in a full petty. I'm like, I, I don't want that. I don't care about that. Like that doesn't. I don't have time. I need to spend it on something else. It actually fills me up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to be in and out as fast as I can. You know? um, and so that you're right. Like it is different, you know, and also same thing, getting my hair done. I get my hair colored like twice a year because I can't <laughs> And I cannot stand getting my hair done. I, it does nothing for me. It actually infuriates me and annoys me and stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because we have to, I said, I wanted to do a little bit on mine just to give me that little pep. I was like, maybe that's a little self-care. But then I'm like, then I actually have to take care of it where your hair grows out and like every three weeks you have to have it touched up. And there's no judgment for women who do this because I would love to do it. But I just know that I cannot I can't even like schedule a, a regular haircut. So for having my hair done and it would be grown out halfway to like my cheeks. And it's just like, why is your hair a different color? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got the two-tone skunk look going. Yeah. <laughs> so back, back in style. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. But it is true. And some women, that is their thing, right? Mm -hmm. like they love it and look forward to it. And that is cool. And that's why we're all different and we're all human and mm -hmm. we can all like different things, right? Um, so for some women, I know I have a friend of mine, she gets her hair done every six weeks on the nose religiously. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. That would be great. But to me, that doesn't do it. Like that would like stress me out and give me a yes. Heart, right. Yes. Cause you have to schedule it. It has to be like, okay, now I have to schedule to be able to do this. So I feel like I look normal when I go out in public and I'm not, like you said, like the skunk streaks. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. And that's the thing. And that's what I tell women, like going back to the self-care, it's like, it has to, it has to check your box. Like mm -hmm. if it does cool, great, keep it going. If you do it and you're fine that it doesn't fulfill you, energize you, or you can't like take a deep breath after and be like, Oh, that was so cool. That was so great. Like figure out something. I love different. that. I love it because it's just that I think we just get that in our heads so much and it's hard to get that out where you just have to be okay with you're not like everybody else and you're, you have your own way of relaxing and just doing your own thing. And it's, I, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but that pressure sometimes is that everybody else enjoys this. So why am I just, am I weird that I don't enjoy? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you know, I, I don't know. Was it just me? Well, and it's kind of like earlier before we started recording, we were like, we were kind of talking about how we're not like the Pinterest moms and, you know, <laughs> no. same, like some people totally freaking love that. They loved having mm -hmm. a to the T birthday party where the Forks are coordinated with the balloon color, and I would love to be able to do that. And uh, but it does stress me out. Like I and I feel like um, if I had all the time in the world to do it, yes. But I am not, and I feel like I I would love to be like that. <laughs> like that would be my dream to have everything coordinated and just all that. But um, I've just been able to give myself grace, and I've learned to do that in motherhood. That it's been like a giant giant slap in the face of like, you cannot be together all the time and you, it's okay to not have it all together because you're human. So you have to give yourself that grace and you do have to take that time for yourself because mm -hmm. otherwise you will just go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I did a stop to even all the decorations at our kids' parties probably. Oh gosh. How old are my kids? Seven and 10. So it was probably three years ago, maybe four. 
I don't remember exactly, but I got the balloon display, you know, at their party and like the little anchored weighted balloons at the picnic tables or whatever. Um, we had it at a park. And I remember I took the balloons from the party and put them in my, my son, uh, my daughter cares about this, but my son, this is my <laughs> example here. You know, it's like you spent all this money and got and shoved mm-hmm. them in your SUV and you're like, hoping they don't fly out of the sunroof. Please and don't pop. <laughs> yeah. Don't pop all the things, you know? And so I get them to the party and after the party, I put them back in the car and I, took them out of the car and there was three of them for him because my kids' birthdays are both in May. So they did a combined party until this year. And so I put him on his dresser and like I decorated quote unquote his room (laughs) with his balloons. And like, it was like a day went by and he's like, where'd these balloons come from? I'm like, (laughs) your party, you know? I just did all this work. (laughs) He didn't even care. He didn't even know the balloons were in his room. Didn't even know Mm -hmm. that they came from his birthday party. So Mm -hmm. that was to me, and I can't remember if it was three or four birthday parties ago. It had to been maybe three, I guess. I'm like, I'm done. Like he Mm -hmm. didn't even know that I spent $75 on these balloons. Didn't even know in his room and didn't even know they came from his own party. (laughs) (laughs) It is not worth the stress. (laughs) Not worth it. So after that, I'm like, I'm done decorating. Mm -hmm. I'm done. We simplified our, the kids' parties so much after that year because I'm like, they don't care. (laughs) I think that's huge though. It takes, because we want to have it so perfect and so right because we love them so much like we would do anything for them and you want everything to be perfect and it's after having three (laughs) this is I'm like here's award-winning mom right here so I think it was last year's my kids birthdays are four days apart they're two years and four days so we in the same week I'm like we can have a combined party or we cannot so we went to like a gymnastics place and Mm -hmm. had friends come and we put up a couple of decorations, but I was like, it's not really the place to do that. And we went to go light the candle and I didn't bring matches or a lighter. So my kids are just sitting there with not the candles were in the little cakes I've done that before. and everyone was looking at us and I'm like, I don't have anything to light them with. And they're like, well, uh, and my kids were, I feel like my kids were a little devastated because they didn't understand what was going on, why there was no candles to blow out. And so I said, well, let's just sing. So everybody just starts singing and then they're done. And my kids are just staring at the cake and I'm like, just pretend to blow it out. It's fine. Yeah, it's no big deal. I was like, it's fine. Like, I mean, and I, I remember feeling so just like I am a horrible mom, but you ask them and they don't even rem- remember that. Like no. they're like, what? You know, I remember being at the gymnastics place and having fun but they don't remember at least I don't think they do that I forgot the matches or the lighter and they (laughs) were just singing to them and there was no candle and so I feel like that is definitely I mean I can relate to that so much just Mm -hmm. you have that picture perfect Pinterest mom and you strive to be that but I've let that go after this last year because I'm like, I, that is not me. As long as my kids know that I love them and I am showing them honestly self-care as well, how to take care of yourself because I don't want them going through life thinking they always have to put everybody else mm-hmm. ahead of them. You know, there's yeah. a balance with that, a concept yeah. where, you know, but you have to be able to take care of yourself. And I think this year was probably the most that I've ever felt that with mm-hmm. being like, okay, you need to put yourself first and take that time. And it's, it's not the pedicures and the manicures and mm-hmm. I'm not the Pinterest mom. So I need to be okay with that and just give myself grace and, mm-hmm. you know, 
like I said, they know you love them and just make that connection with them. Yeah. Well, and not only that, I always think about it too. Like, you know, think back and listeners here, like whoever's tuning in and listening, like think back to your birthday party as a 10 year old. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't remember. I don't even remember what the heck you did. Right. No. I think mm-hmm. My first birthday party that I remember maybe fifth or sixth, seventh grade. I don't really remember. I remember it was shortly after my parents finished out their basement because they had, they got this Hunter green, you know, dating my, uh, the style and how old I am. Uh, Hunter green sectional. That was like microfiber material, like just. Yes. I remember those. (laughs) And we got um, a big screen TV, which were the ones that were like seven feet deep. You know, that was Mm -hmm. the cool thing. And so I remember my parents finished out their basement and got that. And all I wanted was to have a slumber party with my friends so we could watch scary movies on the big screen TV. And so I remember that. But I think I had to have been maybe even in middle school. So 12, like 11, yeah. 12. And I remember that. Could I tell you what we ate? Could I tell you if my mom decorated the basement? Could I tell you <laughs> anything else? No. no, literally couldn't tell you anything about it. But I remember, like, I do remember and have the memory of us, like, all like giggling. And because the one part of the sectional, like, came out to like a pull out couch, you know? So we would all, like, we had this whole space. And I do remember and have a memory of me and my friends, like, with our blankets like yes. this in the scary movie. I think we watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. That was like, oh, my gosh. I cannot out. watch those. I yeah. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember because my one friend was moving, and it was, like, our last time that we were together. So, like, t- like so there was, like, an emotional connection, right? Yeah. So, yes. like, I remember that, but I could not tell you anything else. So, mm-hmm. parents, if you're listening and you have – two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 year olds. And you're trying yes. to do this like picturesque birthday party. Like don't party. put pressure on yourself. <laughs> Cause I barely remember. Like, yes. It's so like, true. A real thing. Like to win the lat, like when you as a kid, yeah. you know, Aaron, you too, like, or just listeners, like think back, when was the last birthday party that you remember? And why did you remember it? Like there was a lot of times it's that emotional connection where you're, and that's why I think it's, it kind of hit me after it was probably, I mean, last year, but the year before that, it was just that connection. I'm like, as long as they're feeling, you know, that they're loved and, you know, mom and dad took time with them and we did something special, then I, they're obviously, they're not going to remember like (laughs) decorations, but it's about that connection. And so I don't, I don't know if you're listening moms out there, give yourself grace because mm-hmm. nothing will ever go perfect. I don't feel okay. like, <laughs> and then you're just going to not enjoy the day. And that was the, I think it was probably my oldest when she was one or two, we did the same thing, like the pink balloons and like the pink tablecloths and the pictures. And then my sign came and it was not like that. <laughs> and I felt bad because I was like, I'm not doing the same. But it uh, it didn't matter to me as much. It was just that I was we were all there to celebrate him and that we were so thankful for him. And so once you once you let that go, moms, let it go. You just you just need to be present and take that pressure off yourself because yeah. nothing is going to go perfect. No, no. I wanted to ask you. Um, as well. I know one of the things that you are really big into is like just finding your joy again in motherhood. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you like, 
like if you, if there was a listener right now and they're like, I don't feel joy. I don't feel happy. Like in motherhood, like I'm aggravated, annoyed, stressed out all the time. Like I don't even enjoy being around my kids. Like I hear some people say that sometimes they're like, I have been there. Yeah. They're like, I don't even like being around my kids. I'm like, wow. Like, and no judgment, but it's just like, you know, when you say those things and then, and sometimes it, it's a little bit of a shock, like mm-hmm. probably even to yourself, like to say it, be like, Oh my gosh, I feel guilty. I can't, I can't yeah. I say that I don't even enjoy being around my kids or I, or I don't care if my kids would go yeah. away for a week and <laughs> yes. you know, like, it's like, you know, of course we don't want to say that and feel that. So, mm-hmm. but it, but it can be true sometimes and can be yeah. raw and, you know, hopefully you do find some joy in being around your kids <laughs> Yes, and you want to get there. So what would you say to a mom? And just, and and maybe not with her children, but like, like what, if you have a mom that she comes to you and she's like, I just don't, I'm not happy. I'm not joyful. And I don't enjoy motherhood. Like I thought I don't enjoy life. Like I thought, like, what, what are some things that you tell her? I feel like first of all, is just, um, be okay with that for a minute, Mm -hmm. like sit with it and just be okay with it. Don't feel guilt for saying that don't feel guilt for thinking that because those are your feelings and that's how you're feeling. And mm-hmm. you need to sit with it for a minute and process. I don't enjoy this. And this might be a really hard season because I've been in those seasons. Um, my kids are all two years apart. And so you literally feel like you're drowning sometimes mm-hmm. when you don't have that help and you're just doing the same thing every day. And so I have been there. Um, and I feel like if you're feeling that way, take a minute. You, if you can, just take a minute, sit with it, and be like, "Why do I? Why do I hate this right now?" Mm-hmm. And hate is a very strong word, but I have heard people say that, and mm-hmm. I have not necessarily said hate, but I've been like, "This sucks. This mm-hmm. sucks. Let's be honest. This sucks." And I will be glad when the season is over. And be okay with saying that out loud. Because once you say it, you're releasing that from your body and you're allowing yourself to just be like, okay, I I do feel this. I don't feel guilty for it. You're not judged for it. But also look at why do you feel that way so much? Uh, mm-hmm. Is it because you never have time by yourself to just finish a thought? Are you not having that time for basic needs? Because for me, I had to look back and be like, I'm not showering I'm not eating full meals. I'm not sleeping. I never get, I feel like a moment of quiet. And so that's not to throw anything on my spouse or under the bus or anything like that, but that was the season I was in. Mm -hmm. And so if you can sit down for even just a minute and just be like, why do I feel this way? Why are my kids bothering me so much? A lot of times I'm speaking to myself. I felt this way because there was, I was not taking care of me. And then I would just like, just be like, this sucks every day. Like, Mm -hmm. and so once you start, I mean, I started with something little, it was just making sure I took a shower every day. And I tried to do that every day where it was at night. I don't like taking showers at night, but I had to switch my schedule. So I would at least have that. Mm -hmm. And then it's just allowing yourself to, if you're feeling like that during the day, feel that feeling for a moment, like this sucks. But Mm -hmm. then try to look at, okay, yes, this is a short time. Like this is a, this seems like it's forever. And I was there. I was like, this is going to go on forever. And it doesn't. 
So you have to remember sometimes it can be like walking through a tunnel. It's not a cave. It's a tunnel. You are moving through it and there's light at the end, but sometimes it's hard to see that. But just sitting down and saying, is there something right in this moment that I can be thankful for? That Mm -hmm. just helped me to shift my mindset because I was really starting to complain about everything. And there is no judgment for moms who are in that season and you, you know, you're like, you're judging me. And it's no, because I've been there. But once I was just focusing so much on that, Mm -hmm. there's always diapers to change. There's always dishes. I never have help. I'm so tired. That's all I was focusing on. Mm-hmm. And so I had to really, it's hard. It is so hard. I had to stop for a second in that moment when I could feel myself being like, I just want my kids to go away. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need them to be gone for like a day or two. It was close my eyes, take a breath, and just say, I'm thankful that my kids are healthy enough to annoy the crap out of me right now. Yep. 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 It's and so that cool. was. <laughs> And that was where, and I have, I still have those days where I'm like, you know, I just need a moment to just myself. But it was very much, I found for myself was very much my mindset. It was, I can stay stuck in this and stay stuck in this feeling. Or I can take a minute and say, I feel like this sucks and say it out loud and just let it release from my body, get it out of my mind, and then just focus on something even as little as okay, I was able to wake up today so I could be with my kids. Um, That was just something that started to change that mindset. And then joy, I think sometimes too. uh, I don't know, for me, it was, I, I heard a different definition. Joy is something that you have in your soul, in your heart, that doesn't depend on external things. Doesn't depend on everybody else's emotions, what's happening to you outside of, you know, it's, it doesn't matter what is going on in your life. You can still have that contentment, that peace, that joy of life where happiness is dependent on external things. Mm-hmm. So for me, once I started to flip that around and be like, what is joy? Joy is that I'm content with I'm in the season right now. I know it's not going to last forever. So let me try to just find that little crack of sunshine that Mm -hmm. will help me to get through this day because this day sucks. Like Mm -hmm. I've been puked on five times. I've had five blowouts. (laughs) My daughter's (laughs) tantruming and my other one won't go to sleep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It was very much. I just had to be like, okay, I am thankful for the fact that I can, you know, for me, I can stay home with them and I can just be in this bad mood alone. Nobody else is around me. I don't have to worry about that. And so, my advice would just be, be okay with feeling that way. Don't judge yourself. Don't feel guilty for it because you're human and Mm -hmm. something is happening around you to make you feel like this is just a sucky time Mm -hmm. and it will end. Um, everything ends, but just know that, you know, when it's, it's coming, it might seem like forever, but just try to find those little moments that you can, anything that's small. It can be as simple as, I mean, the other day it was like a rough day (laughs) and I was like, thank you that my kids are able to talk back to me. 
Right. <laughs> and it might sound stupid, but I said I was a physical therapist assistant before I was a stay-at-home mom. And so in rehab, working with patients and kids, um, I would see people that couldn't do walking or dressing or anything. So I feel like that plays a, a little bit on the mindset too, is that I'm thankful that my kids are able to do that. And if your kids aren't, you know, find, just find that little thing, just, just to grab onto, just right. to give you that change and shift. So. Right. Cause it's, cause what we focus on grows. Mm-hmm. So if we sit there and say all the time, my kids are jerks, my kids, yes. are, and my kids, my, my kids annoy me. Like they're, then you're going to believe that all day mm-hmm. long. Oh, my kids annoy me. My kids are jerks. My kids are overwhelming. And then mm-hmm. you believe it and you believe it. So then you just believe that that's what they are. These annoying little creatures, you know, <laughs> like, Please go away. <laughs> yeah. and then you can't find the joy in it and no. you can't find the happiness that they bring you over the little tiny things because you think in your mind how annoyed you are because mm-hmm. what you focus on grows and not with just even kids with yourself and with yeah. life and with work and home. If you tell yourself all the time, my house is so cluttered. It's so messy. You're just going to believe that all the time. And then you're mm-hmm. just going to find the clutter in the mess, yeah. you know, rather than be like, well, well, told myself that there's more cookies on the floor. My house is always messy. I'm just going to leave them. <laughs> right. So it's like, if you always think about the negative, then mm-hmm. your life will constantly show you validation of that. Yes. Whereas if you flip the script or if you even just that's, I'm a huge proponent of gratitude and mm-hmm practicing gratitude every single day because it does reground you to realize that like, oh yeah, my kids might've annoyed the mm-hmm. living daylights out of me today, but <laughs> thank God they can annoy me. Right. Yeah. Like, whatever, like At least they're here, you know, it makes you laugh kind of, you know, yeah. like my and son yeah. is very different than my daughter and mm-hmm. our thing there for a while that when my son would drive me crazy, instead of like yelling at him or like whatever, I'd be like, I love you. <laughs> And I would just just doing that switches how you do it. I I find myself when my kids are asking me a lot of questions. I tried it a couple of times. They say, um, I, I was listening to a podcast and I remember hearing this woman was like, if your kids are annoying you because they're asking you things or they're interrupting you a lot, try responding with yes, love. What is it, love? Because she goes, you cannot say that and be cranky. Uh-huh. She's like, try it. Just try it. And it was a day that was really like they were just I'm like, can you just give me like five minutes? And I turned around to my daughter and I was like, yes, love. And she was like, yeah, she did not. She didn't know what to say. She didn't know what to do. It was like, what? But it was very much. I think it's exactly like you said, just changing your mindset and and just be okay with saying this sucks and being okay with feeling that because I I felt so guilty for that and just saying like, this season is horrible. And I have talked to so many moms that say the same thing. Like, I feel so guilty for saying that I don't want to be in this season anymore. It sucks. I don't want to, you know, and I'm like, don't, don't feel guilty. You feel overwhelmed. So let's look at like why you're overwhelmed, but also be okay with sitting in that emotion and letting it run through you, letting it pass through. And then let's walk forward. It's, it's not, you know, just shoving it down and then never dealing with it because then it's just going to keep coming up and coming up. And Mm -hmm. that I think was the hardest thing for me to be like, okay, I'm okay to admit that it doesn't make me a bad mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give me, I know we probably need to wrap up our interview here because, um, it's, I realized I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a client coming soon, (laughs) but 
one thing. So give me like your two minute response on this or less than two minute response. What do you tell moms? Because I am very big and seasonal changes and creating the balance of the schedule in the season of life because it does change, right? It's mm -hmm. always changing. the leaves change, the grass color changes, everything else changes in our world. Our schedule changes and reflects mm -hmm. our season of life too. But what do you tell moms whenever it sounds like there isn't a season for it? Because I tell women all the time, it's like the problem in your schedule, if it doesn't, if you are constantly overwhelmed 364 days out of the 365, mm -hmm. that's the problem. Like that's what we have to fix because you should not be overwhelmed literally 24 seven. Yeah. It should be maybe a season of life that is overwhelming, mm -hmm. but when the season becomes months and a year, mm -hmm. we have to fix that. We have yeah. to do that better because that is not life. That's not joy. That's not finding the goodness. That's not mm -hmm. living the way you want to. That is living, living in fight or flight 24 yeah. seven good on your health. It's not good for anything. Oh no, no. What do you, um, I mean, I know my answer, what I coach women through, but I, I want you to answer this too. Like, what do you tell women when you feel like they're not, when you feel like they're telling you that it's not a season, it's all the time. It's, I feel like, when you can sit and just look. So uh, um, one thing that I did a while back was do like a 15 minute miracle morning. If you've ever, mm -hmm. if you've never heard of that, but the 15 minute miracle is just going through every 15 minutes, you write down what you were doing. And so when I started to do that, cause I was so overwhelmed with, and I was like, why do I continue to feel this way? Exactly what you said. Why does every day just feel like I am literally treading water trying to get from the next meal to the snack to the next meal to the cleaning? Like, I just feel like it's just on a hamster wheel. And so mm -hmm. when I did that, I realized that I was spending so much time in the kitchen, but there were moments where I could have like batch cooked. Like I make um, waffles and muffins and stuff, homemade stuff for my kids. And instead of just making one, I could have just doubled or tripled the recipe, stuck some in the freezer. and then. I found that that cut out two hours of my day because I was cleaning the kitchen after doing a breakfast and then I would have to, you know, it's lunchtime or it's snack time. And so just that little thing gave me two hours of my day back every single day. And then so my advice would be is just when you feel like you're stuck in that just perpetual hamster wheel, try to find a little bit of time where you can honestly sit down and just look at your day and see where you're so stressed out, where, what causes you so much stress. And I'm kind of in that right now because I've gotten away from the batch cooking and like the meal planning. And it's hard for me. That is hard for me because I'm not one of those people that likes to do that. But I know that it makes my life easier <laughs> when I do it. And so it would be just sit down and look at where do you feel the most stress and pay attention to it. Pay attention to am I more stressed in the morning? Am I more stressed in the afternoon or at supper time or bedtime? Is there something that I can do to make it go smoother? Can I change it? Do I need to ask for help? Because I struggle with that. I don't like to ask for help. So yeah. do you need to ask for help and be okay with that? And also just finding that sometimes we think that we are doing the best we can and we're stuck in that, like, this is what I have to do. This is my schedule. This is how we do it. But sometimes we need to change and it's not necessarily what we want. Yep. And it can be uh, like for me, it's looking at my kids too and noticing, um, okay, this this is not working for them and it's stressing me out, stressing them out. So let's find what can help them 
maybe transition to the next part of the day or not staying stuck and thinking that you have to do one thing the same way all the time, even Mm -hmm. as your kids get older, because I had to learn that. I can't put my kids to bed at, you know, six o'clock at night when they're seven and five. Yeah. <laughs> they, I can't do that. So mm-hmm. but just looking at, look at, sit down, look at it. And are you saying yes to things that are stressing you out mm-hmm. that you could say no to, but you feel like you have to take on? Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you have to put yourself first in those instances. So no, I think so- that's good. Yeah. Do you have any way for people, if they're wanting um, anybody tuning in, if they want to um, take advantage of any free resource that you have, do you have anything that they can download to maybe learn more about living more joyfully as a mom? So I have a freebie called the five ways to, um, to not burn out as a mom. I can drop you the link so we can put it at the end of the podcast. So you can click on that. And also, I mean, if you're loving listening to us chat, uh, I have the Dear Mama, You're Going to Find Your Joy Again podcast. You can find it on Spotify. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at Erin Rose. Or if you want to join just a community of moms that are right where you are uh, in any season, there's moms of every season in life. Um, the Dear Mama, You're Going to Find Your Joy Again Facebook group is just a community of moms where I try to you know, bring joy and just chat about things that we're going through, whether you have a two-year-old or a newborn or a teenager. Um, it's great to just get advice as well on certain things if you're not in that season where your child is older and you're heading into that. So um, that's how you can connect with me. Awesome. Yay. I love that. Um, well, we'll drop all the links for all the things in the show notes below. That way you guys have them. Um, but thanks for tuning in, you guys. Erin, this was so fun. We'll have to yes, make- thank and you. I feel like this was a really good conversation and we probably could have kept it going for like another hour. <laughs> I feel like in motherhood, there's so many angles that you can talk uh, about that I agree. people can just really relate to because mm-hmm. we're all going through it. But just know to give yourself grace, I think is our biggest point. Mm-hmm. Um, find the gratitude in each day mm-hmm. and just make sure that you're making yourself a priority, I think is the biggest thing. Don't you? Wouldn't you agree? Yes, 100%. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks again, Erin. I appreciate you. Yes, thank you too. You're welcome.